Welcome to the Fix Harare podcast, brought to you by Harare News. My name is Tawanda Mudzonga. I'm the editor of Harare News. Joining me again today is the managing editor of Harare News, Henry Munangatire. Hi, Henry. Hey, Tawanda. It's great to be back um, and to tackle issues around us in our city and that affect us. Absolutely. This week, we're going to be talking about the state of Harare Roads. In February of this year, the Minister of Information, Monica Mchangwa, declared the state of the country's roads to be a national disaster. Harare's roads have been a terrible state for many years now. It's become normal to drive on the opposite side of the road to avoid potholes, which can damage vehicles, and at night, when there's decreased visibility, potholes cause accidents. Today, we're going to start off with a message we received from one of our listeners. He says... Good evening. I'm a resident of the Epworth area. I do have a complaint about our road, which is Chiremba Road. It's very, very bad from Trek Filling Station up to Chance Shops. In the morning and evening, there's congestion because of the potholes. I'm appealing to the relevant authorities to look into this. Tires, suspension, and shocks are not lasting. Henry, how did our roads end up getting so bad? And who are the relevant authorities in this case? Tawanda, the issue of roads is quite a tragedy uh, in Harare. So maybe what I can what I can start by saying is what how the system used to work. So um, up until Zanara was formed, um, vehicle licensing was collected at city level. So each each local authority or city would issue license discs, and th- those who are who can remember who were driving at the time. Um, prior to, to, to 2013, 2012, will remember that um, you used to go and pay for your license disc at a post office, and that money would then go to the city of Harare. And the city of Harare would use that money uh, to fix roads um, as, as well as other service delivery uh, functions. And at the time, um, Harare was collecting close to, this is during um, the GNU period, during so the mouth of the US dollar era, was collecting close to $120 million a year. And this was used directly for road rehabilitation by the city. What then happened is um, Zenara was formed. And when Zenara was formed now, we now pay all our money for license just directly to Zanara. So for for example, if you if you you know, as most most drivers know or people who own vehicles know, you go, you pay for uh, a term or more, um, and and you get your license disc. The problem with this is that Zanara is not dispersing money back to the city. So the city of Harare now to get money to fix roads must apply to Zanara. When they apply to Zanara, um, it takes time often. Um, if not taking time, they don't get the, the amount of money they need. Um, so, for example, for example, if, if a local authority in Epworth, well, Epworth is not under Harare, but let's just use it as an example. They also have to uh, collect money um, from Zinara, like, like the case of our, of our, of our reader um, and listener. They have to collect money from Zinara, um, and this money may not come on time, and the money that connects Chema Road as well for the Hatfield, for the Hatfield uh, local district office won't come on time. So because of this, um, the roads don't get fixed, and then it just becomes a continual, gradual process. 
Um, now, the fact about Tenara that we must remember is that Tenara was created in spite of uh, our 2013 constitution that clearly mandates that local authorities must be devolved. In other words, local authorities are supposed to, according to our constitution, collect and manage their own revenue. So in other words, we should not, Tenara is a function of the Ministry of Transport, which is central government. Harare as a city should be able to collect its own fees, uh, vehicle licensing fees, its own its own money, and use that money for roads, for its own roads. The only roads that the Ministry of Transport should be managing are the trunk roads, so the roads that connect city to city, and of course going out the country. On top of that, uh, Zanara is supposed to only retain 2.5% of the fees it collects for administrative purposes according to the Road, Man- Road, Road Administration Act. So there are a lot of issues here that we can that we can see that are really affecting um, how uh, roads get fixed. But just a little bit more on Zanara, if I can go a bit deeper. Grant Thornton, uh, the, the accounting firm, did an audit from 2011 to 2016. In that audit, they revealed that um, Zanara collected 589 million US dollars between 2011 and 2016. Of that, only 27% um, or 160 million US was dispersed to local authorities and to the Ministry of Transport to fix roads. The rest, the 428 million, um, is unaccounted for. That's about 72% of uh, the total money collected in that period. So you can see that there are a lot of issues. Um, Zanara, in many ways, is not performing its function um, to to fix roads. Uh, the, the money for roads is being collected. As everybody knows, if you travel outside the city, go anywhere, you pay money for tolls. Um, there's no way you get to a toll gate without paying money. But that money, every single day, people pay money for tolls. So that money um, is not being dispersed. That money is not going where, where it needs to go. And that's the first and uh, most fundamental problem. Okay. Wow. That is a huge problem um, because... That means that citizens are paying and not getting the service that they're paying for. Absolutely. That's that's the real issue is is we, citizens are paying. They're not getting they're not getting the service. Um, there's no transparency around the service. The whole and I, I beg your pardon, Zanara was actually created in two thousand and eleven to correct my earlier statement, but there there is no accountability, there's no transparency behind how the money is collected and used. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that this money uh, has been used uh, in the in the past to, to, to fund political activities. And that's why Zanara was created. At the time, the chairman of Zanara was the nephew of the former president, uh, Albert Mugabe. He was the chairman of Zanara. So, you know, it's, it's these are the things that people now look at and say, so this was created purely for political reasons um, and not to and not to fix roads. However, what we need now, we need to we need to go to a point where the city of Harare collects and manages its own revenue. If that happens, service delivery is possible. I mean, there have been many initiatives to fix roads. Um, for example, the Road Users Association, Harare, they do a fantastic job uh, on behalf of residents to go and patch potholes up. But even that process is it's really resident-driven. Residents must go to Zanara, collect the butamen, um, and then you know, hire their own trucks, get their own workers. It's, it's a complete mess, a nightmare. It shouldn't be happening that way. What we need to do is go back to a system where the city of Harare uh, collects its own vehicle licensing fees. And the reason being vehicle licensing was the biggest 
revenue line for the city of Harare previously. This is where the city collected most of its revenue. And that system worked. We don't, you know, if every city or local authority, at least the cities, are allowed to collect their own revenue, that will work. With the number of cars in, in Harare and vehicles now, that's exactly what needs to happen. Then at a local level, the decisions can be made quicker to disperse money to local authorities to fix roads. If we do that, we can definitely, definitely, definitely see um, change in, our, in the state of our roads. It lies down to uh, decisions that need to be made. Besides, like I said, Zanara doesn't exist constitutionally. It can be argued that, um, and legal experts have, have discussed this, and, and, and arguments have been made about devolution. Devolution means exactly what it means, that local authorities and cities should collect and manage their own revenue. Okay, so... On April 5th this year, Newsday tweeted as follows. The Harare City Council, HCC, has disclosed that some of the challenges it is facing in the maintenance of roads were as a result of lack of petty cash to purchase minor items such as fuses and materials to mend tire punctures. So this looks like small. I mean, surely there should be small amounts of money to be able to... um, make this happen i don't understand what's preventing city council from doing this job with the little money that they do have right so that that brings us to another issue so when it comes to service delivery service delivery covers three main items at local level like your local district office so harare is split into seven districts and all the wards are clumped into those seven districts and at every district office is where, well, and then you've got your, from, from seven zones, I beg your pardon, and then we've got the district office. And what happens is at your local district office, you can go and pay your rates. When you pay those rates, 25% remain at the local at the local district office. So if you live in, in Kwadzana, or if you live in Highfields, or if you live in Borrell, at that district office, 25% of your funds you pay for your rates remain there, and they're used for service delivery, which includes roads, uh, refuse collection, um, road refuse collection, and of course fixing water problems and sanitation. So, but what happens now is that seventy-five percent goes back to Rowan Martin, and that's used for administration and salary. So, in other words, of every dollar that the resident is paying, only twenty-five percent of that dollar is going to fix what the resident is actually paying for. The rest is going to pay salaries and other expenses that we, we are not aware of. In fact, the city of Harare has published that they, they even under the previous under the previous mayor, Ben Mayeni, they did publish, he was, he was, he was very vocal about this, um, that they did publish that they were only actually at local level getting between 20 and 25% of the revenue collected. So that poses another problem. So 25% must now pay for every single thing. So that's the reason why you know, you don't. There's not enough money at local level to then do everything. So, whilst I, I don't know if there's enough money to fix tire punctures, there should be. But the fact is, at local level, there isn't enough money simply because 75% of the money is gone to pay salaries. On top of that, on top of the fact that Zadara has already gobbled a huge chunk of what the city is supposed to collect. So, it's it's two issues there to fix to fix the second one of the minor issues. We need to fix the bigger one which is that the city must collect all its revenue as it's supposed to. Okay. All right. I see that. Um, Well, earlier this month, City of Harare had proposed the introduction of a road levy to be paid by motorists to fund the repair of Harare roads. This proposal, as you can imagine, was not well received by the public. 
and the Combined Higher Residents Association, CRA, has called on residents to resist. What's your take on this, Henry? Is this a viable solution to the problem of Harai's roads? It's not a solution at all. It doesn't solve the problem. I, 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 uh, I 100% agree with the Combined Harai Resident Association. There is no reason to tax us further. We are paying money already. You know, what needs to happen is disband Zanara and let the city of Harare collect its own revenue. That's what needs to happen. You know, solve the problem. We need to solve the problem. We can't pay money to Zanara at the same time, create this new organization that's now going to be saddled with all these administrative expenses. It's going to have a CEO. It's going to have all these employees. We know how these things work. You know, you create a new organization and all of a sudden, it's now that new organization is spending more money on itself than it collects and what it's supposed to do. Let's not, you know, you know, pussyfoot around the issues and play games with people's money. Let's just go straight to the problem. And the problem is that we need to make sure that money is going to roads. And that needs to happen only by making sure that at local level, at, at the most local level, rates need to work. If I'm paying rates wherever I live, 100% of my rates need to work there. It should be a small percentage that goes back to Rowan Martin to pay CEOs and to pay city officials and all this um, other extra stuff. All the money I pay should be used at local level. This is where we need to get to as a city. So I think we need to be very focused about the solution. The solution doesn't lie in creating more structures. The solution lies in us making sure that the resident gets their te- the benefit of all the money they pay. Absolutely. Thanks, Henry, for explaining all of that. Sure, 100%. We've come to the end of this episode of the Fix Harare podcast, brought to you by Harare News. Please look out for the next episode, which will be available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, as well as on Facebook and Twitter on our handle, at Harare News. You can also send the message join to 786-580-574, to subscribe to receive the Fix Harare podcast via WhatsApp. Until next week, goodbye from us here at the Fix Harare podcast. <laughs>